0: You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings, beloved, and welcome to another episode of Doctrine and Duty. Hey, I'm Brian Ray. I'm your host. Um, I'm the, uh, yeah, I'm the host. I'm the only host. I've only ever been the host of Doctrine and Duty, and Doctrine and Duty is uh, the uh, podcast ministry of Alexander Baptist Church and Brian Ray. I've been the senior pastor here for over 11 years now. Praise the Lord by His grace and for His glory. Hallelujah. Well, uh, God is good. God is faithful. God is awesome. God is forever strong. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful, and He is everywhere present. Hmm. Those sound like some good ideas to do a podcast on someday. Anyways, we're going to jump back into the book of Isaiah. Before we do though, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a great week. Uh, I hope you are seeking to give God the glory in your life. I'm hoping that you are striving to um, stop doing what's what's bad and what's wrong and evil in your life and start doing what things are good and whole and healthy and wholesome and a blessing and beneficial Uh, It's my prayer that you are seeking to do the right thing no matter what. And no matter what, in other words, no matter what the consequences, no matter what people say, no matter what happens to you, no matter if you'll be punished or rewarded, just do the right thing. It's my prayer that you're doing that. It's my prayer that you are a faithful believer. In other words, you're not just a believer when things are going your way. It's my prayer that you're a believer 24-7. It's my prayer that the doctrine of the Word of God is influencing your duty, that what you believe about God is shaping how you live your life. And it, again, would be for His gospel and His glory. Is my prayer that you will uh, be a part of a local church family uh, that is biblically sound, theologically solid, uh, a church who strives to love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and who loves their, the neighbors as themselves. So just just want to let you know my heart for you. My heart for me, um, when it comes to uh, being a faithful believer and follower of Christ. So we are back in Isaiah one, and this is the come now passage. Uh, we've we've kind of gotten through those short imperatives, those short commands of very particular things that we should be doing, things we should be avoiding. But now in verse eighteen, we see this wow, it's like this. Gentle nudging, um, pleading, but not heavily um, inviting, encouraging, exhorting. But I think the word invite is key. Um, It says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Wow. God himself inviting us to reason together, uh, to, to consider his claims. And of course, if we are truly followers of Christ, we will want to reason with God, or allow God's Word to reason with us, rather. You see, when God's Word says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord, it's not so that you can convince God of what you want, or so that you can question God, or demand of God, or presume upon God. But it really is a loving Heavenly Father saying, Come on, let's let's get this. Let's, let's get straightened out. Let's, let's get things right. Come on back home. Come back to your loving Heavenly Father. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. And then he goes into this detail about sin. I know that was our episode a few episodes ago. He says, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Now, remember our last episode in verse 16. It says, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean. Remove the filth or the evil of your deeds from before my eyes. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. What a transition. What an exchange. God is declaring that your sins will be forgiven. We are born in sin. We, we sin by nature and by choice. We are We are rebels. And yet the Word of God says that by God's grace, our sins that are like scarlet shall be made white like snow. That is the total elimination, total destruction, total demolition, total eradication of our sin by God. Can I get an amen? To know that our sins are done away with, that they are removed as far as the east is from the west, this is joy. This is freedom. This is liberating. He goes on to say, though, they are red like crimson. There's another description. They shall become like wool. So two times, two ways to describe the the redness and the hardness of our hearts and our sins, and then the cleansing and the purity and the, the cleanliness of our hearts before the Lord. And then verse 19, and of course it's, It's particular to that particular audience. And for them, just just remember, for them, there were some key things. Um, What you really had back then were family and land. That's it. Family and land. And those things were key in that society, in that culture, to where that's what people, that's what they cared about the most, because that's about all they had. Now, it's a little bit different in our day when we have our houses and our vehicles our clothes our shoes our electo- our electronics our media our devices shall i go on no says the audience hmm. but for them it's about the land it's about legacy and so in verse 19 it says if you're willing and obedient you shall eat the good of the land well we don't know what that means because now Now, not only can you go to your local grocery store and get anything you want, just about, but now you can actually sit at your house or your office and order your food online, and someone will actually bring it to your doorstep. As a matter of fact, there are even companies now that you can contract with. And I know this is going to be like shocking. Some of you did not know this, but they'll actually bring prepared food to your home. All you have to do is mix it stir it, cook it, heat it, whatever you need to do, but everything's already there for you. Now, whenever they send a chef with that meal plan to actually prepare it in your house, that's when I'm on board. Okay. That's when I'm going to say, Hey, uh, to Christy, uh, honey, take the night off. Um, I ordered food from this company and, uh, The food, and he or she will be here to set it up for us later. But for them, it says, if you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That That is a promise from God about their blessings. If you are willing to do what God's Word says to do, you will be blessed. Now, that is a doctrine, the doctrine of God's blessing. God always honors obedience. Never forget that. God always honors obedience amongst His people, and He always punishes disobedience. That's just the way God works. And, and by the way, that's 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 on a, a much higher plane, a much more perfect plane, but, but that's the way we operate, or we should operate within our, our families as well, is that when our kids are honorable, they should be blessed in whatever way that is. But whenever they are disobedient, then they should be disciplined. And we see that concept throughout God's Word in both the Old and the New Testaments. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing to do what God's word says, you're going to be blessed. Now, it doesn't mean difficult things aren't going to come your way. But God's going to give you the resources to deal with those difficult things. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Do what God's word says, and God will honor that, and he'll bless you. But, verse 20, But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Oh, my gracious. It's a strong It says, you shall be eaten by the sword. In other words, you shall be destroyed. Your life will be snuffed out. The ultimate form of discipline, the removal from planet Earth. It's interesting, though. You see, we focus on the you shall be eaten by the sword, and we think, oh, harsh, oh, extreme, oh, judgment. Bad words, bad words, tough. God's angry. He's not a fair God. All these things might come to mind. But when I talk about the strong words, I'm talking about the words prior to that but if you refuse and rebel. Have you ever had a child who, uh, either your own child or maybe you were a teacher and you taught children, when you have a kid who refuses and rebels? Mm, Boy, that just burns, doesn't it? Especially if it's a child that you've invested in. Especially if it's your own kid. If they both refuse and rebel, oh my gracious back in the day for me um in school that was called corporal punishment uh, and i i you know i realized that there's no such thing anymore as corporal punishment in school and i remember when i was a kid and i was about to be spanked paddled whipped beaten whatever you want to call it in school and uh, as the uh the teacher was about to give me a whipping or a spanking or paddling or a whooping, I I boldly said, hey, I, 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 I'm against capital punishment. And um, the teacher looked at me and said, so am I, and spanked me. And I didn't understand. I had the wrong word. Yeah, it was corporal punishment. A- anyways, yeah, they don't do that anymore. Hmm, I'm not going to say anything about that. But in verse 20, it says, but if you refuse and rebel, it's hard to do anything with anyone who refuses and rebels. And let me, let me just say, that is not to be a description of a believer. Okay, so if you are a believer, you're listening to my podcast, or you've got someone listening to this podcast, or somebody you want to listen to this podcast, listen to me. It is never to be the character of a believer to refuse and rebel against God. So if you have done that, or are doing that, or somehow plan to do that, then you need to reason with the Lord. You need to come. You need to come back to Him. You need to repent. This is a terrible, heinous, Act against the glory and the name of King Jesus. Do not refuse and do not rebel. Instead, be willing and obedient and receive the Lord's blessing. Hey, listen, I love you. There's lots of practical ways that can uh, play out in your life. Uh, That's up to you to figure out. But that is the doctrine and that is the duty for this episode, for this week. Listen, I love you. Uh, God bless you. Find that local church. And if you're anywhere in the Virginia area, please find Alexander Baptist Church. Join us online uh, wherever you are worldwide. But if you are in our locale, please join us in person. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.